0: In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Oh yeah, here we go. It's that time of the week. We've got the Wexinator, Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider, joining Max and I in the locker room right here. And Wex, how you doing, my friend? Are you feeling I'm a little uh, vigorous today? Well, vigorous well you well, know you're one of those morning guys do you get up you, you what five four in the morning and you know get your workout in and all that stuff
2: yeah uh but i'm uh, i'm a little ready for a nap right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh that's perfect so vigorous wouldn't exactly describe my state
1: <laughs> oh yeah no yeah. here's a beauty I this I got to share this because this is a real gem and Max you'll love this too. Last night we were doing chalk talk from uh, what Max refers to as the Tajma Eagle or the Market District out there in Settlers Ridge. Correct. Right? Yep. Who drops in to join us? That being the Friar, Muth and myself. Uh, who drops in? But Franco Harris, and it was, now it was just great because he he stopped in did a couple segments. But Wex, I didn't know this, and you is kind of one of those guys that does so much reading and studying and researching and, and knowledgeable. But, you know, when he had the immaculate reception, he went, um, he, he after the game was over, his wife, Dana, takes him to the uh, uh, airport. He's going to fly home to Jersey, see his mom something about something or other, right? He gets to the airport. He walks into a, a private room off there. He walks into the entire team of the Oakland Raiders at the airport. <laughs> He said, you know that commercial? You know when guy walks in the room and everybody stops and stares. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine if you're Frank a walk in a room with a whole room full of Oakland Raiders that you just beat. You know the best uh, feeling ever.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Something about that play having to do with John McMahon is, uh, uh, bothering me right now, uh, because, you know, uh, I'm selling my book on the clock and right. people write to me and, you know, and, and one guy wrote to me and said, you know, I, I want, I want three books and sign two of them to this and sign one to me. And I'm, and he gave me his, um, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the term, uh, slipped in my mind. I told you I need a nap, there but it go. was his, uh, 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 what he used to identify himself on our message board. It was a different name, an okay. alias. Yeah. And, uh, uh, alias, yes. Yeah, the alias still isn't the word. It's, it begins with an S. It's his. Uh, anyway, uh, he goes, I'm this. No, that begins with a P. <laughs> but that's an excellent. I need a try. nap too. I need a, I need a nap too. Oh,
0: this
1: is getting good. So,
2: so, so he says, "I'm this guy. Remember me? I used to tell you to interview John McMakin. You had to interview John McMakin, and you didn't. And I'm very disappointed in you because the fiftieth anniversary is coming up." And I forget, it was just a note he sent me. It wasn't an interaction. So I, I can't remember what McMakin has to do with this play, and uh, it's driving me crazy. So if you guys know, let me know, because uh, the 50th anniversary is coming up, and i got to get this solved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How about the three of us who deal with speaking, writing, words for a living, and we're, well, it begins with an S. No, pseudo. I love no, that there, bro. <laughs> <though. laughs> Oh, the best. It was the
0: best I had in the moment. Took a <laughs> shot, man. It
2: was a great yeah. word too, and if you could spell yeah. it, which I can't spell it, I just know it begins with a P. S. You
0: know. <laughs> no, it's definitely P. S. E. U. D. O. N. Y. M. Anyways, that, um, yeah, yeah that is it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm frustrated myself that I, that I said it was an S word. So, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> But, Wex, you know, <laughs> I, I'm this sorry. Is, I'm still, you know what's so funny? still mad
1: at myself. This reminds me yeah. of, of me in the sixth grade in my spelling because I was either third in the sixth grade or sixth in the third. I could never quite remember, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, you know, I did have some success yeah. at spelling. <laughs> well,
2: I yeah. was second in the sixth grade. Oh. I was on the stage in the finals with the showdown in front of the school. Right. I spelled slippery wrong. No.
1: Oh. Oh, Do you spell it they with thought, a P?
2: <laughs> everybody thought they had gifted me the championship with such an easy word. I, I, I really can't remember how I spelled it, so <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I know how to spell it now, yeah. I tell you that.
1: Oh man! And yeah, like,
2: you know, I, I it's like after the game, I go up and ask Max. You know, how do you spell some words that I'm going to use in my column? He asks me about the defense and what I think went wrong, and so <laughs> we help each other. <laughs> so actually, yeah. I, I went up to Max and asked him, you know, what? Geez, think got gash in the ground, and he gave me some great, great pointers that I told him I was going to use as my own in my column. <laughs> and uh, but he made great, great points about, um. How they the Steelers want to go three four against these rugged running teams, but they really aren't a three four anymore, and they get gashed. Mm. So what do they do? It's a conundrum.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, and and the, and the, that entails, you know, the issue, but yet an opportunity. I mean, do 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 you just do this now? Especially now that you've lost Wormley, you know that you're going to have more guys in. I mean, you you have to you have to turn over every stone at this point, Wex. Um, just like, you know, we talked about earlier in the show. I mean, Mason Rudolph. Like, you know, Mike was very vague on who was going to start or who was going to get the opportunity. But you realize that why not Mason at this point? I mean, you know, so I pose that question to you when you think about this. I mean, which quarterback do you think gives us the best opportunity – If Kenny can't go, if the docs say, nope, he's got to sit out this game, who gives us the best opportunity? Because we know what Mitch is, right? We have a body of work for Mitch this season, and we know he's great between the 20s, susceptible in the red zone. He's a liability in the red zone. Whereas Mason, you kind of know what you got with him. He's going to pass the ball. Hopefully you can establish the run. You don't have to have him throw it 50 times, but he's also a guy who can get the job done as well.
2: Yeah, man, I tell you that the fact that Tomlin brought up his name says volumes Mm -hmm. because, you know, his philosophy, we don't we don't blow in the wind. And this is clearly blowing in the wind. It's not it's not an indecisiveness. It's not early season back and forth blowing in the wind style that he was referring to then. It's more that he brought his name up means this is serious consideration and it should be. Uh, You know, Mitch looked better, and a couple of those interceptions weren't his fault, Uh, or maybe I know one wasn't. And the deep ball—it was sufficed as a punt. But um, man, I think Mitch was rather pleased with how he played, and it just was so frustrating because that game was there to be had. Yes, and a veteran (laughs) quarterback is supposed to pull that out. So um yeah i have no problem with playing uh mitch and uh, i tell you though mitch mason the one thing mason gives you is the best deep ball on the team he's the best deep ball thrower and with george pickens begging for somebody thank you Yeah. yeah yes yeah begging for somebody to uh get that deep ball to him on a consistent basis Mason can do that. Mason doesn't give them the mobility that they desired in the offseason. You know, Tomlin's still uh, talking about the mobile quarterbacks that they've faced the last couple weeks and how that was a key asset to their run games. He wants to do that, but I, yeah, it's just, I don't see that as being a big enough advantage to overcome the other obstacles that are present when, when you know, Mitch just. early in the year he didn't know the team well enough now that he knows the team he's getting a little careless and he was careless with the ball so I you know if he's going to give Mason a real shot if he's this week in practice I got to assume that Mason's going to get the call
1: well it's going to be interesting to see because starting today we're going to see how this starts to unfold day by day over the next three what uh, the, the critical next 72 hours uh, if my math holds correct, um, let me let me add this about Mason.
2: Yeah, people say, well, you know, he's he's he had a relationship shot. Uh, you know, the, he is just an afterthought. He's been embarrassed. No. He's going to move on. I don't see any sign of him being miffed in any way. No, and and having taken this and sulking in any way. I, I still see him hustling around. I see him as the scout team quarterback with energy and enthusiasm and high-fiving his guys after they make a catch and and you know you know Mason's signature throwing on the side with the <laughs> towel. Right. You know what I mean, Wolf? Right.
1: Yeah, just loose. You know how it he up. does that? Yeah. It's
2: well, it's his um it's like a quarterback coach taught him that too. Uh, Practices form and he does it repeatedly and repeated he's still working on his fundamentals in the spare moments there's no I mean, question the, the, the kid has not quit in any way no. at all not even you know he doesn't even lack for for smiling during practice <laughs> you know it's just it's just a great attitude so i don't know if that makes him deserving but it in 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 one aspect it makes him um. yeah, let's go with him. This guy hasn't quit on us one <laughs> instant, even though we've quit on him.
1: So uh, I have a lot of respect for that. I yeah. do. His, his class and professionalism, everything from way back with the Miles Garrett whole fiasco to everything that's gone on since then. You know, he has always given his best and he's always, you know, wh- whatever, he's up front and he takes it. You know, I mean, he's not—he's not—he doesn't hide, and I love the fact that he's just working hard. And I've had conversations with him, you know, in the in the last uh, you know several weeks, and you just—you know—he he's right there, he's in it, and there, there's just no backup in him. I, I love that about the kid. He's 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 tough as nails. I will tell you this: mentally, he is tougher than woodpecker lips. Mentally, that's for sure. Well, that was, you know
2: you know I, I talked to somebody uh, with the Steelers. Uh, um, high up, after they drafted him, and they said, "You know what really, really won us over was his psychology test, especially right. the bounce back factor." Yeah, uh, he had a different word for it, but the guy, the guy just does not stay down. No. he bounces back, and it's he did. He bounces back with enthusiasm. It's more than class. Yeah, class is saying the right thing in the locker room. He's just out there with enthusiasm with
1: whomever is his receiving
2: core on the scout team. So that's pretty cool.
1: I I, I agree with you. And I I think he ought to be given an opportunity. Should that arise again, holding out because if Kenny's able to go and the docs say he's able to go, then he goes. But the fact of the matter is I really would look forward to seeing what Mason, if given the opportunity, what he could do with it. Uh, Certainly, the next thing that's got to be big is the targets got to start going to Pickens, wouldn't you say, Wax?
2: Absolutely, and I I think Mason can do that, especially deep. Yes, especially deep. Um, yeah. and you know, this is also a little bit of a uh, a show for uh, I I know Trubisky's under contract and Mason is not for next year, but it still can happen that they can switch to Mason as the backup to Kenny. Now, I know Mason doesn't want to hear this, but I'm still a believer in Kenny Pickett, big
1: time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: but um, uh, one of these two, I think, are the likely backup next year. I don't know that Mitch can accept that. I-, I don't know if he wants to move on. and But I think, you know, take another look at Mason, and maybe he's that guy.
1: Could well be. Yeah. Go ahead,
0: yeah. Max. Well, well I, I, and I think – that that's what we want to find out at least, you know, um, can can he, can he assume the mantle? Can, can he provide that spark that we need? Um, but, and, and you have a good opponent. I think that's the other thing, you know, Wex is knowing when to pull that trigger. If it, if, if indeed you do need to like this, this is a Carolina squad to scrappy, but they're, they're not that great, especially on defense. Like they, like they do enough. They're second in their, in their division. God, I hate to say that, um, but uh, but it, it's <laughs> it's it, it's like you know you have factors that can help him be successful in this situation. So why not try and put his best foot forward? Because, like you said, of all those factors that you've talked about, all of the positivity, the fact he hasn't gotten down, and all of the other intangibles, give, give just give him a shot. You know, we, 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 it doesn't hurt. What are we going to do? Lose another game? Oh, we've already done <laughs> eight, of that, eight of those already. Like, what's the ninth one at this point, you know?
1: <laughs> Just remember, yeah. the goal is you want to win the game, and that's really the judgment that you come down to. Is, is well, it... the, of course, of course. We'll, but, but, come on, saying, I, we got to have but why some journalist,
0: journalistic integrity here in we, the locker we, room, we, right? We, 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 and we do, but it's also <laughs> – what is the harm at this point? Like, you know, know. It's, it's like, ah, we're trying to win. It's like, yes, we want to win, but we don't know if Mason gives us a better shot or Mitch, yeah. right? Because it, exactly. I felt like it was always an arm behind his back all all training camp because yeah. you brought in Mitch and you drafted Kenny. Yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly. So it's not just uh, we have nothing left to lose. It's you can make legitimate arguments that Mason gives you a better chance to win. Especially, I think George Pickens would agree. Yeah. I don't think he'll say that. <laughs> he may no. not even know it because Mason's been throwing practice <laughs> squad. He may not. He may get in a game and go, wow, this guy throws a nice. This guy reminds me of Ben.
1: <laughs> Who, who's you know, this dude? Who is this guy?
0: <laughs> He's been on the roster. <laughs> well, all you got to
1: remember is remember the best throw in preseason was the Seattle game when uh, George Pickens, Dragged his toes out the back end of the end zone when Mason threw that's that right. the that, uh, long ball, that 30-yarder down. the that, that that was beautiful.
2: George does know he's on the team. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That was beautiful. That was.
1: Now, let me ask you this. Bad news, Bears news, uh, the Wednesday edition. Chris Wormley, he's undergoing knee surgery, and that's so unfortunate because this guy really was doing a good job of contributing. You know, before he got hurt, he had three tackles, half a sack, forced a fumble, um, and it's a shame that the, you know you feel bad for him. But they got. Do you know anything about this new guy Marshall that they're bringing in?
2: No, just that uh, uh, he's from Arkansas. Uh, I don't recall him coming out. He was a sixth rounder. I didn't even get to look up his uh, stats. Okay. I was, how- how big he is I don't know if he's a 3-4 guy or a 4-3 guy and I don't even know what the Steelers are anymore 3-4 or (laughs) 4-3 you know there's truth in that yes so uh I'm unsure um and uh you know it's a little disconcerting to see Isaiah Bugs playing so well in Detroit (coughs) so I I I know that they really really like their D-line coach um uh dunlap right
1: Car- dunbar. carl 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 dunbar. dunbar yeah, dunbar
2: yeah uh so uh i i don't know that he would make a big mistake and he knew isaiah from alabama right
1: yes yes he so alabama.
2: uh I, I i don't know uh what they're gonna do I, there's a lot i like about ogan but he's not that aaron smith type three four end he's certainly not a nose tackle but he he does what he does what they want in this new penetrating defensive line um and i don't know if that's working against the ravens and falcons and browns I, you got to win your division so you got to get some run stoppers up there so uh i i don't know uh i don't know how much wormley contributed but you're right, Wolf. He was underrated. He was underrated. He, was, he, did. he did a lot of good things.
1: And he beat he beat up on the Ravens. Was, for for whatever reason, he was – you know, I, I think it goes back to last year when I heard him talking to Chris one time, Mike Tomlin, saying, you know what they think about you when they trade you within the division. You know what I mean? He was poking the bear. I was, Max and I were talking about this earlier. Definitely poking the bear. That's the way to do it. That's why well, coaches will use that as a little inspiration – to get your guys going, and, and, and Chris has always responded against the Ravens and played well, and it's I felt bad for the guy because as you look at it, it's the knee that he was not wearing a brace on, um, and that would lead you to believe that, you know, now. Well, it, it, it evens out the limp is what it does. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, as a guy who suffered that, let me tell you. <laughs> You know, <laughs> on the bright side, Chris. Yeah, on the bright <laughs> you, side.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh my you can, goodness, you'll limp on both legs, yeah. oh. so it'll even out. <laughs> oh, you but know. you
2: know, they they ran through his uh, his uh, where he would have been yeah. on that third and three, where nobody was penetrating, nobody was attacking. I, I understand you had to guard all the options that the Ravens present on that play, but I, I mean, I mean, you just yeah, don't you have to have ten guys penetrate.
0: I,
1: I would just, think so. Was,
2: that was a frustrating play, yeah. and uh, yeah.
1: So, well, good. Hey, thank you for joining us, Wex, because we got to roll on, but we appreciate you, Steel City Insider, Jim Wexel, the Wexinator, checks in with us here. Max, we got to go, buddy. Thanks, All fellas. All right, thanks, Wex. All
0: right. Well, we'll be back in the locker room, Wolf and Starks here on SNR, ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bradshaw running out of the pocket. Looking for somebody to throw to. Fires it downfield. And there's a collision. That's that's cut out of the air. The ball is pulled in by Franco Harris. Harris is going to a touchdown for Pittsburgh.
1: Harris is going... and, of course, that's the legendary call of the immaculate reception there. And uh, it's funny because even even last night when we're at the Taj Mahal Eagle, Max, you know, you got uh, uh, Max, or I'm sorry, Franco is sitting there and he's talking and he says, who was there? With-
0: in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio presented by your neighborhood Ford store the F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers
1: Trubisky in the gun now they have a trio out there to the right he looks back looks right fires it over the middle touchdown Pat Friarman from 10 yards out he beat Kyle Hamilton Oh, what a throw that was, what a catch that was, what a route construction that was by uh, Matt Canada to get all three guys pulling apart the windows of the zone underneath. <coughs> but you know what? Now the problem is the Friar Muth was a bootlegger. Well, or at least he has a boot on his leg, or actually, to be journalistically uh, correct there, my dear Max, you got a boot on his foot. There it is. But it is connected to his leg, right? Yes, it's that's not true. It's not like yes. a
0: shoe. It's no. technically a boot. Yes. So the boot covers into the leg region. So you are not off. You are not off. He can be a bootlegger. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, because you, you wouldn't say boot lower extremity. Or, no. That just doesn't no, that, sound cool. It
1: doesn't have the same panache to it. You know what I mean? No, it,
0: it, it doesn't. It doesn't. And let's face it. We're talking about history of the Steelers. Ha-ha! <laughs> That's another one. Anyways, uh, we're not going to delve into that. Uh but what are we I done nothing. No, nothing. What what what? Yeah. What do you what, say you legs say? on boots? Yes. Legs on boots. Yes. Yes. Yes, they're booterers. I don't go. even know what that is. What what are the people called that make boots?
1: I can't uh, think of it anyways. I don't know. A is uh what that's clothes, isn't it?
0: That's clothing, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm sorry. Ah, we're not gonna, ah, whatever. Anywho. Uh but yeah, Pratt Firemuth is uh sporting sporting the uh the walking boot. Um, right now so you know obviously his uh his availability will be in question um for the upcoming contest but um you know pat fryer i mean, he's, dude, a I mean he's, he's a tough dude he's he is yeah. he's, he's he's tough i mean i mean listen he's a nittany lion yeah. so i guess lions lions are toughest and uh, what's one a of the nittany toughies.
1: lion who's nittany i mean I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what that I, means. I, I, you know, I mean, they got yeah. they got Mount Nittany that is like this hill in central PA. I mean that they they say that uh, you know it's has some sort of relevance. What's a Nittany Mountain uh, versus a Nittany Lion? I don't know. I don't get
0: it. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe because of the mountain and it's a lion that they saw <laughs> up there.
1: That must have uh. been a long time ago when you saw a lion up there.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I mean, a mountain lion, right? I mean, it could be a mountain lion.
1: Well, that's true.
0: I mean, we're not talking Mufasa, right? We're not talking, you know, a full, you know, African lion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, is the eastern mountain lion mascot.
1: Mm.
0: Apparently. Apparently. It's a
2: lion that looks really good until it sees a buckeye or a wolverine. Wait, what?
0: (laughs) That's true. And and also... (laughs) set. Says the guy that's a mountaineer. All, all right, right, now, God. this is all I got
2: left is to take shots at everybody else, all
0: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is true. So it, it, so here it is. A Nittany Lion is a mountain lion or cougar. It's that simple. Mountain lions roamed the state college area until 1880. At this time, the remaining mountain lions were moved out of Pennsylvania. Huh. Go figure. There we go. There we go. You and they ask, also like you to wear scarves. Receive. What's they that? They like to wear scarves too. A Nittany line also has a <laughs> scarves. <laughs> go, hey, they they visit haberdasheries for for scarves and for scarves and other
1: other accoutrements.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> accoutrements. We we're, we're, we're nailing all the big words this morning, man. I, I,
0: mean, I mean we are. We're trying. we're try we're trying to empty out the old scrabble dictionary right now. Um uh, in the show. But uh but I mean but you know so you're going down to practice right? Well yes, today. Yes. Yes. So you will get first eyes and who will be taking the snaps.
1: Yes. It's going to be interesting. Yes.
0: It is going to be interesting. What else are you going to be looking for today um, down at practice?
1: Well, I can tell you real simple. I'm going to go down there, and the first thing I'm going to do is check out the soup. The guys down there make the best soup. Last week was they cheeseburgers. Do. Oh, they had a cheeseburger. They made cheeseburger soup. soup? Cheeseburger oh, soup. I'm telling you, man. you talk about a hot
0: tip uh, for the week.
1: It was cheeseburger soup, man. It was
0: awesome. This the spirit of Mo lives on. Yes, God, man. Mo, Mo used to make some of the best. Wasn't he great? Soups. Oh man, his mulligatawny soup was awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know how how Indian inspired it was, but it was delicious. Um. I mean, like you said, cheeseburger soup. He did. He did this one that was like a um. It was. He called it a southern soup, and it had like black-eyed peas and collard greens oh, in it. And oh, it, just, oh, it tasted oh, yes, yes. Amazing. I mean, just hearty, yes. healthy soup. I mean, there was some great. I mean, his chicken noodle was good. The clam chowder was good as well. Clam
1: chowder was sensational. There wasn't his just clam good. chowder. Was, it was, yeah, sensational. it was. But nothing compares was. to the cheeseburger soup. That was the so cheeseburger
0: good. soup. Just sounds like something that was created in south in southwestern PA.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the- it's like
0: you know what? Let's just take a burger. Let's just throw it in the blender. Add oh some, yeah, add, add, you know, add some cream, a little more cheese, maybe even chop up some pickles in there. <laughs> you know, I
1: love pickles. You like pickles?
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. We know, we know. You oh do, yeah. especially That's
1: on right. Cuban sandwiches. Oh, there I love we go. those.
0: But no, no, I, I love, I love pickles as well. Like, listen. I, like in my household, I have to keep a jar of kosher dills. Yeah. Um, because it's just one of those things. Like you just, you just like ah, I want something that's a snack, but I'm not really in a particular mood. Just grab a pickle. Yeah. Right? You know, it's just it's that simple. I do, but I don't like them on Cuban sandwich. I don't like a hot like a hot because I don't like it hot pressed into it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I, I, if you put a cold pickle on a sandwich, yes. But a hot pressed. Pickle makes it a little bit rubbery. That's why I don't like the texture in a Cuban sandwich.
1: Okay, I, I can. I I, I got yeah. that. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I always love when you go to a deli and they give you that little spear rolled into the side of the sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those always. are those are always quality. That's those are just, quality. Well,
1: anyways, It's good stuff. Well, yes.
0: yeah. Well, that that is the show you just learned about pickles from Wolf and Starks. <laughs> uh, next thing you know, we'll be we'll be canning our own vegetables. Next show, just <laughs> joking. <laughs> Lesson 101 of canning. Right. Yeah, exactly. So get your get your canning canning notepad out, and we'll be ready to, to give you all of that. Uh, but no, you've been in the locker room. If you missed any of the show, go. Please feel free to go download on the Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, or wherever else you get podcasts. You can find our full lineup of SNR shows, not just in the locker room, which of course I would say would be number one, but that's just me speaking. Um, we also have the Blitz with Wes and Moats. We have the Standard with Tom and Jacob. We have the Godfather dropping podcasts every Tuesdays and Thursdays. I forgot yesterday, but I'm going to do it today. Steelers Weekend Review is out with Johnny Wesley Euler. Pinch and to
1: Johnny? You can't pinch to Johnny. I'm Johnny.
0: That's right. So if you missed it yesterday, go download it today. He's going he's gonna to talk about the Ravens. He's going to talk about Panthers. And he's going to talk about all other animals in the menagerie of the NFL. Uh, we love Wes. And then also don't forget Bob Labriola and Coach Thomas sit down every every game day and present a podcast detailing the game. So if you're getting ready in front of the couch or you're down there in Carolina tailgating, feel free to give it a listen as well. You've been in a locker room with Wolf. And Starks here on SNR will be back tomorrow. Talk to you later.